I bet you want me to address the snap that I sent you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty relevant. <laughs> I mean, it was a time. It happened to just coincide in, in a very timely manner. Um, mm-hmm. I had to take a intro to beekeeping class for work. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was generally pretty boring because it was a repeat of everything that I like. I already took an a- apiculture class when I was at MSU. And for my job, I think they want to have me dealing with apiary issues on a regulatory scale. So I had to take this intro to beekeeping workshop, which was boring AF, crowded. I was one of like four people out of 40 wearing masks, like wearing a mask in the in the in-person like small room that we were in because it was in like a like a regular classroom that was meant to hold maybe 20 people. And they crammed Ew. 40 of us in there. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I had never been more thankful to be, like, one of the few wearing a mask, or wearing a mask, because, like, when I got there, I got there, like, at the last minute, so every seat was full except for one in the dead center of the 40 people Damn. in the room. <laughs> and I, but I saw this one, like, wheelie chair in the back just by itself, kind of out in the Chilling. middle of nowhere. So I'm just like, all right. I popped on in that, and somebody comes up to me, and they're like, uh do you want to, like, move to the seat? There's one open in the middle over there. And I'm like, you know oh. what? Like, I look around, and I'm like, and nobody else is wearing a mask. And I'm like, you know, this is the perfect time to have a COVID excuse. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. get sick. <laughs> I don't want to be crowded by people. <laughs> it's like I've never loved COVID oh. so much. <laughs> I know, seriously. It gives us an excuse to, like, for our socially awkward ways. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. And then they just let me, like, be by myself, basically, for Good. the rest of the day. It was great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm upset that someone even came up to you and suggested (laughs) that you go over there. Like, how dare they? (laughs) Yeah, like I was going to be social or something. Right. God damn. Well, I bet the whole time you couldn't help but think about how timely your your beekeeping class was for this movie. Oh, God. Well... I had a pretty, I had a pretty traumatic week. Um, so on Thursday, I, I usually go to the gym with my friend Anna at like six and I get home around eight mm-hmm. and every time I come home, pumpkin is always like waiting for me at the door. Cause she knows like it's dinner time. Like yeah. when I come home and so then I open my apartment door and I see her walking out of my bedroom, like licking her lips. And I was like, huh? Uh that's a little little sus and so like I was like maybe she just threw up in there so let me go look (laughs) and uh, so I went in there and looked and there was no puke or or anything and then I looked on my desk where I had a ibuprofen tablet out and it was gone Uh, and I was like this bitch knocked it off the counter and ate it and like I, I just knew she did because she was like acting so like She kept, like, licking her lips, and she's kind of, like, she didn't really express interest in dinner. I was like, oh, she knows she did something wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, because, like, one of those tablets can, like, kill a cat. And I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, freaking out. And so I, like, started calling the animal hospitals that Mm -hmm. are around here. And um, the the MSU one was like, oh, have you called poison control? I was like, "I, I tried. They have me on hold right now, but I'm just... You know, obviously this is a very timely, like, I need, I'm, I'm afraid this is a time-sensitive issue, so, like, can I come? And he's like, yeah, just uh, drive over here, and um, you can just be on hold with them as, as you come here. And I was like, okay, great. I get to MSU, and they're like, 
Then they tell me, actually, we're at capacity, so, like, can you try another? Yeah, seriously. I was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me that before I I came here? They're, like, I don't know why they they do that. They're just so, like, ugh. It was very frustrating. But luckily, there was another um, emergency vet that was just, like, 20 minutes away in Williamston. And I was like, and I called them, and they're like, oh, yeah, bring her in. We have, mm-hmm. we have room. I was like, oh, thank goodness for you. And so then I drove over there. And I brought her in, and um, I was just—I I finally got a hold of Poison Control, and they're like, "Yeah, um, here's your case number, and here's the number your vet needs to call for like treatment, whatever." And so I gave that over to them, and then I was waiting in that r- waiting room for like three hours. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so miserable!" And like I was asking them, I was like, because um, at one point a like kind of vet assistant came in and she was just like getting information about Pomi. I was like, so so what are you guys doing to her right now? And they're like, oh, she's just chilling. I was like, then why the fuck did I rush over here if you're not gonna like do anything immediately about it? And then um, the vet came in and she's like, so possible ingestion of the ibuprofen tablet, but you don't know for sure. And I was like. You're seriously going to start, like, doubting that she didn't eat it? And I was like, well, I didn't see it go in her mouth, but I know it was on my table. I looked everywhere, and it was gone. Like, mm-hmm. I know she ate it. And she's like, okay, well, we're not really we're not really seeing any symptoms yet. I was like, oh, my God. So now you're going to wait for symptoms to occur before you, like, administer treatment? That's so stupid. And so then they wanted to keep her overnight and I kind of, like, watch her, and then they're like, yeah, and if you get a call at, like, 4 in the morning, that means that we've seen symptoms and we gotta act. And I was like, oh, fucking great. So yeah, then, like... permission to do any sort of, like... Yeah. Care. Yeah, and so then I, I finally got a call at, like, I think it was, like, 5 in the morning. And they are like, yeah, we've, we've noticed some symptoms. And so we, like, um, gave her some... We tried to get some activated charcoal in her tummy. And then we gave her a sedative and some fluids. And they're like... Um, after we did all that, she seems to be doing better, but we want to keep her, um, you know, for another 12 hours. I was oh like, damn it. <laughs> I know. And the so bill I, for <laughs> I know. Oh, you'll, you'll be so, uh, impressed <laughs> by that. So they kept her for another 12 hours and then they called me at the end of it and then they're like, yeah, she's, she's definitely doing better, but she's still having symptoms. So like, we want to keep her for another 12 hours. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. So in total, she was there for thirty six hours, and the bill was sixteen hundred dollars. Oh my god! I know, I know. It hurts so bad. But I mean, she's she's home now. She's doing a lot better. Like she she's kind of like she has a little bit of irritation, but I got her some CBD treats, and that's been like helping her just chill and relax and she's eating and drinking fine and so she's like she's gonna make a full recovery but it's just oh my god it was so stressful because I thought I killed her and I was like oh lesson learned do not leave anything out for this bitch to eat because she'll go after it <laughs> I have a very similar story that relates to yours um the other it was like it was last week I think uh I like went to the store for maybe 45 minutes and I left Luna, <laughs> usually like I'll crate Luna up out you know in her little crate when I'm gonna be gone for a long period of time but I was like mm-hmm. I'm just going to the store like no big deal so <laughs> I go to the store and I come Uh-oh. back uh-huh <laughs> I come back and on the floor is an empty like large ziploc bag that was half full of chocolate chip cookies 
It was oh, before I left for the store. Oh, Half full fuck. of chocolate chip cookies. When I got back, it was completely empty. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So and Anna was at work in um in a city that was like an hour and a half away and she wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to come back until like the evening of that day and I'm like um so and it's like 11 a.m. and I'm like um so this mm-hmm. happened and oh. she starts freaking out and I'm like I know, like yeah like we're both freaking out about it but don't really know what mm-hmm. to do so um we don't have like an established vet or anything and we didn't want to like take her somewhere and have to pay out the ass so we were yeah. you know watching her for symptoms and I had to feed her some charcoal we had just like a couple <laughs> tablets not enough to give to a dog but but we right. had a couple so I just <laughs> like enough. threw it <laughs> threw it in some like lunch meat and gave it to her and we were watching her and she basically was just looking guilty but she didn't throw up she pooped a lot because she ate so much <laughs> but like yes like everything was good but she's basically a dumpster, you know, you can just kind of feed yeah. her anything and she's okay. And she also <laughs> ate like a, she has a taste for chocolate now because she ate a bunch of chocolate. Oh no. <laughs> no. Over Christmas, she had some chocolate candy that was out. And so now Oops. we have to be like really extra careful about oh my God, what no. food we leave out. Cause that fat bitch will eat anything. Uh, these hungry motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Wow, well, Didn't end up uh, with a 1600 hospital that's bill. That's good. But Fucking do have thank a goodness. Dumbass dog. I, I literally just got done um, paying off my credit card, too. And I started Googling, like, where am I going to go for vacation? And now I'm like, well, <laughs> 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 like, Pumpkin wants me to stay home. So I guess I'll do that. A little staycation with your dumb cat. My yeah. My hungry kitty. Yeah, my cat. God damn. Yelling at me from across the room. <laughs> She's been making noise since we started. God, I, so. I I love seeing the snaps of her just outside exploring and being all happy in the sun. Those mm-hmm. make me so happy. <laughs> yeah, until she starts chewing on everything, I have to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah she and she starts, like, pushing the limits. There's We have a dog door here that we were... We're going to remove it because it's, it's not installed very well and it's kind of in a stupid spot. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we were teaching Luna how to use it and then Amy started getting in on it. She's oh like, ooh, <laughs> this is an easy way for me to go to the places I want to be. Oh, no. Yeah, she hasn't fully, like, oh. gone through the door herself because it's kind of heavy, but... Yeah. Yeah, she she knows it's there. She's yep. she's snooping. Yep. Oh, she wants to use the big litter box, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Well. I guess we can get into it. I don't really have anything else besides that. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of excitement all in one. Yeah, seriously. It's just just like this movie. <sighs> yeah, it just kept me really gripping the whole time, ready for what's next. <laughs> Yes. So, um, I guess let's get into it. So I'm Jesse. And I'm Erin, and we're the Cage Queens. Ahoy there. Uh so this week we watched the highly anticipated Wicker Man, which was released in 2006. Mm-hmm. And um it's pretty much about this cop, Nick Cage. Name's Malus. Edward Malus. Who um has a fiance, ex-fiance that kind of went to this, like, remote 
commune to live out her life and she sends over a letter saying that her daughter is missing and since Nick's a cop she like needs his help to find her because no one else is taking it seriously and so Nick goes to this place and you know is trying to unravel the mystery but turns out there's even a, a bigger mystery hope that's awaiting him there and so yeah it is a very much the whole time I was watching it the only thing I could think about was how identical it was to Midsummer. oh yeah very similar yeah yeah and especially with the bear costume uh, towards the <laughs> end too, I was like whoa this is a little weird <laughs> yeah there are a lot of similarities between those two um but did you watch the, like the regular version because I guess there's like the extended cut uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure I did watch like the, the theatrical the, release. Right? I watched the 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 one that didn't have extra because like I remembered when we watched it a long time ago. I specifically remember like Nick getting covered in bees, yeah, like on his head. And in this version that I watched, like it wasn't there, right? And so I think I watched the re- whatever regular version it was without any of yeah. the extra scenes. Yeah, so I think we both watched the same version. I just wanted to make okay. sure that we were on the same page. We both watched the theatrical yes. version and not the extended mm-hmm. cut or whatever. Yes, which has that famous meme. <laughs> You know, not the bees yes. where he's getting the the uh, yeah. veil put on and gets the bees dumped into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did watch the me. the YouTube clip of it. I so did I too. Like... <laughs> I I remember? I guess let's let's start with the very dramatic beginning because so <laughs> we find out that Nick's a cop. He's this cool motorcycle cop, mm-hmm. and there's this family that had a bunch of luggage um, driving by, and then a stuffed animal fell out of the luggage, and he grabs it, pulls him over, and was like, "Hey, here you go." And it was just a mother and a daughter, and then um, it's just the daughter like throwing her shit out the window because she's bored. And then Nick gives it to her, and then she chucks it back out the window. And he's like, I'll go get that. And then when he gets it, a semi, or truck smashes into the car, like, sets it ablaze. And Nick's like, oh, no. It goes to, like, try to save them. And the mom looks dead, and the little girl's just kind of, like, looking at him. He's like, take my hand. And, um... I don't know, it, like, blows up, and um, then the two bodies are, like, assumed dead, and then it just, like, flashes the intro, like, the title screen, like, The Wicker Man. (laughs) So it's a very, like, dramatic first couple minutes going into this. Yeah, and after that, Nick is kind of, like, traumatized by the experience. He keeps seeing the, the death you know, happened before him, and one of his cop friends comes over to his house to drop off his mail, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can't go to the mailbox to traumatize. <laughs> but she comes and she drops off his mail and, you know, confirms that they never found those bodies of the people that were in the car, and he's just, like, mind-fucked. He's like, I don't know how that's possible. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, after she leaves, he's opening his mail, and there's this weird letter in it with this very type font, like, cursive on it. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> very much typed up. Nobody has the handwriting that even and nice. Um, and it tells the whole story and includes a little picture of this girl, Rowan, 
who looks a lot like the girl that was in the car that, um, mm-hmm. you know, he tried to save. So he's just like, what is going on here? And he goes back to the police precinct to be like, how did I get this weird letter? And also, like, you know, we learned a little bit about his backstory, how it came from, the letter came from his ex-fiance, and he's just never heard from her again. And he's kind of toying between the idea of, like, going to this weird place that the letter came from because he did a little googling and figured out where where it came from and he eventually just decides to go because got nothing he can't work right now so he just goes and um he bribes some like pilot who delivers goods to the island he bribes him to take him over because it's a private island and nobody's allowed to be there so he pays him like i don't know 150 dollars to like take mm-hmm. him there which is really really small amount of money for what ends up happening to that guy for the consequence anyways (laughs) but he goes over and uh gets the guy to drop him off and he just kind of waltzes onto the island like no big fucking deal and everybody's just like looking at him like what the fuck are you doing here dude and he's, like, flashing his badge, like, that means something <laughs> mm-hmm. there. And he's, like, a California cop, and they're in Washington. And yep. He gets a very, like, you know, they're very unwelcoming towards him, because obviously, who, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And then he, like, finally reunites with his ex-fiance, and then she kind of, like, is saying, like, she takes him aside, and she's like, you're the only one that I trust, and he's like... Well, I don't understand what's going on. Like, this is a very weird situation to be in. And mm-hmm. so he's like, I'll do my best to, to try and help, but, I'll, like, I need, I need some, some information here. Um, yeah. Oh, and then we also, there's also a scene where he kind of goes into, I don't know if it's, like, the, the bar, the brothel, like, what the hell that I, place is. I was is. calling it, like, an inn, basically, where, like, they right. have... Uh, like a pub. I think it was more like a, like a meadery kind of thing. Cause they serve yeah. their mead there. Yes. Um, yes. And like, um, cause the, uh, Nick kind of talks to the hostess, I guess there. Sister Beach. And that's her name. Yeah. Sister Beach. And, um, while he's talking to her, like a, a bee flies into the scene and lands and then he like smashes it. And then everyone in the room just like turns towards him and is like freaking out. And they're like, oh, we're like, why would you do that? He's like, oh, I'm allergic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, here we go. Some, some foreshadowing here, but yeah. What a coincidence. He's trying to get, like, Willow, his ex-fiance, to, like, give him more details. Like, she's being very not forthcoming with information. She's, like, withholding a lot because she, she's just not telling him things that he thinks are important, but she doesn't think are important. And he's just not getting the full story. Uh, he's and he's really confused. He just doesn't know what the fuck is going on in this like colony, because like none of the men will talk to him, and all the women are you know sisters, and they're all named after plants. Yeah, and and there's like there's just a lot of the movie where Nick thinks he sees this girl, and he goes kind of like following her trail, and then he gets like. You know, he gets into tr- problems. Like, one time he thought she was going up into an old barn, and then he went up to the old barn, and then he fell through. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know. And then when he, like, asks people around the island, like, 
who is this girl? Everyone, like, pretends, like, she never existed. they don't know her. Yeah, yeah, like, that she wasn't even a thing. And, like, he goes in and, like, barges into this a school classroom and, like, confronts everyone. And he finds this, the um, teacher's, like, attendance log and sees her name in there. And then he's like, you guys are lying to me. Like, tell me what's going on. And so then the, like, teacher takes him out um, and is like, um... I think she she kind of says so at first she says she she'll burn to death like she will burn yes. to death and then he's like what and she says she burned to death in like a past tense yeah yeah so he's like whoa that's that's a little suspicious mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little and yeah and then he like meets up with Willow and she keeps talking to him about how she's she's in danger and how she's alive she knows she's alive and how he has to find her and then she gets the big reveal that it's nick's daughter daughter. yeah (laughs) let's that one slip yeah (laughs) he's like whoa he was like he's like why don't you have the father help and she's like jokes on you you're the father (laughs) Oh, oh yeah um and also, when he's, like, looking around, uh, he notices all these, like, photos that are hanging up in the inn. And, like, there's one for each year of their harvest, because uh, they're all photos from the Harvest Festival. And each photo is just, like, one young girl, like, in whatever the harvest dress was, you know. It's just a picture of them. And he notices that the very last one, the most recent one at the bottom, is, like, the glass is smashed and the picture is missing. And so I think he assumes it's Rowan, um, which is another thing that he's just kind of like, what the fuck about? And nobody's answering it. They're like, eh, you know, it's just, it's gone. Don't know what happened to it. (laughs) Yeah. And eventually, like, that leads him to Dr. Moss, who is, like, Mm -hmm. the doctor on the island who's played by Frances Conroy, who's in a lot of shit. She looks really good. Yeah. She looks weird now. Yeah, yeah, she's, I think most, I guess, the one I remember her from is American Horror Story, mm-hmm. the one that has, a, like, one blind eye or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she's, and, like, all her characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but she is the, she's the doctor on the island, and she's also the one that takes the harvest photos. So, Nick, um, like, goes into her house and sees that she has like a big old book of rituals open on the table and she closes it trying to you know, hide it from him and he's asking her if about the the copies of the harvest photos and she's like well i might have a negative that i can make a copy for you and he's like all right and then he leaves and hides in like the bushes and waits outside and uh we see two people in these like red bee suits like come and knock on her door and they all leave together for something and Nick breaks back in and, you know, goes through all of her shit, basically. But I don't know if he... Would, yeah. He finds something in there. I think he finds the picture of Rowan, right? I think so. And, um, I forgot. At, at some point, he goes and he, he goes to... I don't know if it's, like, the graveyard or, or something where he's, like, looking for her tombstone or, or I don't know what he's looking for. But then he stumbles upon some bees. <laughs> yeah, he ended up finding the the um, the apiary, basically the field of bees, mm-hmm. and he um, 
like an idiot, bumps into a hive and <laughs> agitates the bees. And then he starts running wildly through the field, like swatting around his head. Yeah. And he's apparently getting stung because he like falls to the ground and starts like losing his breath. And he basically passes out in the field and he wakes up and he's inside the home of Sister Summer's Isle. And Dr. Moss is sitting right there like, yeah, <laughs> you almost died, but here you are. Yeah, and, and he's like, well, how'd you cure me? And she's like, don't worry about it, you're cured. And he's like, um, okay. <laughs> yep, and then is I think that's, like, do we see the summer summer's aisle there, or do we just see, because we know it's, she's in her home, but we haven't yeah, seen this her is, yet. And he asks where she is, and Moss is like, she's, like, basically outside waiting for you. And so right. Nick just kind of decides to, like, throw himself out of bed, but he kind of can't stand upright, so he, like, falls. <laughs> but eventually <laughs> makes it down there to talk to her, where we basically get all of the backstory of, like, the history of Summer's Isle and mm-hmm. um, how they came to be. Like, they stopped in Salem on their way there and saw what was happening with the witches, so they decided to go farther, and they ended up literally on the other side of the country. Um, yeah, just a lot of backstory for who they are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it is time for you to stop bullshitting me, okay? Oh, he... When he was in the graveyard, he had noticed, like, a fresh grave there. And so, like, just fresh-turned dirt. And he <laughs> questioned Sister Summer's Isle about it. And she's like, well, we got nothing to hide. Like, you, you can dig it up. I don't really give a fuck. You're not gonna find <laughs> yeah. what you want. <laughs> so... He's just like, all right, then I'm going to go do it. So, like, later that night, that's the first thing he does is he goes and he digs up that that spot. And he pulls out uh, a box that has a doll in it with the face burned on it. Kind of like the doll that was thrown out of that car at the beginning of the the movie. And so he takes it and he he finds uh, Willow and he's like, is this Rowan's doll? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? He's like freaking out. <laughs> this is like one of the first scenes where we seem to really start to turn up the notch in his craziness. <laughs> I was like, yes, let it out. <laughs> one of the best parts of the movie was right there. I did appreciate that. Yeah, and I felt like the movie only got better from here on out. Like in the beginning, it was kind of a little bit of a slow start. But then once we start to see like Nick... It's like just not understanding anything and he's just kind of getting a little hysterical. Like it just keeps getting better. So thanks, I guess. There is this one point where like, again, he hears like sobbing. I think that, yeah, I skipped ahead. (laughs) I skipped right over. He goes down in the crypt. Yeah, he goes down into the the crypt and he like feels like he's sees someone in the water, assumes it's Rowan, jumps in, and then someone shuts him in there, and so he's down there all night, just in some cold water, unable to get out, and then, of course, Willow finds him. Yeah, so he finds Willow, he shows her the sweater, and he's with the doll, and that's when he's screaming how to get burned. And then he goes, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. right after that, he goes back to Summer's Isle's house to, to find mm-hmm. her, because he's got questions for her. And he's, like, opening all the doors, and he sees some, like, dude in bed he's like covered in bee stings maybe um 
and he's just like, and then he goes, (laughs) and he opens another door, and there's a a woman there who has, like, a bee beard on her entire body, and she's just smiling Mm -hmm. at him, and he's like, and he, like, really freaks out, and he he can't find her. He can't find Summer's Isle, who is very clearly just, like, upstairs. Yeah, just being all, like, queen-esque. Yeah. yeah, and so he leaves, and, like, um, he's, like, in a hurry, and then the teacher is coming down, like, this path on her bike, and she has a mask on, and he's, like, what the fuck is this? And then he's, like, give me your bike. She's, like, no. And then she's, like, give me your bike. And she's, like, not giving it to him. Then he pulls out the gun that he has and points at her, and so he's, like, all right, enough of this shit. Give me the bike. And so he, like, jacks the bike, and then he starts, like, Going door to door, looking for Rowan, harassing all these, like, little kids <laughs> that have, like, masks on, ripping them off. And I was like, hey, get back here. Let me see who you are. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's getting fed up with this yeah. shit. And he he sees that the, he knows that the plane has, has come back. So he's like, I need to get to the radio. So he goes to the beach mm-hmm. to try to get to the plane. Um, but, like... The, the plane is sunk in the water and he the pilot is dead on the beach and he's like like freaking the fuck out and he doesn't know what to do so he goes back to the the inn and he just straight up socks sister beach in the face and i laughed that, so hard i did too i was like that was just completely unexpected it was just, she was just like oh well, hello and he's just like knocks out and then some other girl, like, oh. comes up and, like, tries to fight him off. Yeah, that is Sister Honey. <laughs> yeah, Sister Honey. And then he, like, just kicks her straight through a wall. Yeah, he, like, uh, he, he throws her over the table, punches her in the face, and then kicks her into the wall of harvest photos and finally <laughs> knocks her out. And then he puts on Sister Beach's bear suit to prepare for the festival. Like, they're all getting ready for this big festival. And uh, he puts on her bear suit and goes out to join the parade of people that are on their way to the festival site. Yep. And then he he gets there and lo and behold, Rowan is at the tree that he assumes is, you know, for the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so he runs up to her in his bear suit. And then there's another sister that's kind of like (laughs) next to Rowan, punches her (laughs) with his bear suit on. my god and then he's like oh he just like unties around and he's like trust me I, i'm coming i'm saving you like mm-hmm. let's go and so he like takes her off into the woods and then he's like he's in his bear suit for half of it then he he, he kind of takes it off and then um the little girl kind of like runs ahead of him and he's like whoa slow down and then turns out she's running back to the group and he's like oh fuck yeah she runs directly into willow's arms and she's like did i do good mommy or whatever and then it stung yeah yeah and it's all revealed that it was just a setup and uh it was to get him back to the island because they needed somebody who was like related to the island you know, in some way, and he is the father of Rowan, so he's, you know, they share her blood, and so they use him to sacrifice. They, it was all, like, mm-hmm. a big um, plot to just lure him to the island. 
Yeah, and it was, like, thought through from the beginning since, mm-hmm. like, Willow met him and then left him. Like, that was their whole intent. The 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 girls from the car crash, like, they un- revealed themselves under costumes. The police officer that handed him the letter unveiled themselves in the costume. So, like, everything was so carefully thought out and planned to bring him here, lead him through all of these, like, hoops, and then, like, get to him to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that he could be the sacrifice. And so then they start, like, um, the whole crowd just, like, he had a gun, but I guess Willow removed the bullets. And yeah. so he was pretty much defenseless. He was beaten. And uh, obviously in this version, we didn't get to see the the bees getting stung, but we just saw him kind of, like, once he was getting ready to be, be hoisted up into that giant wicker man where his face was all, like, puffy and his, like, legs were broken or something. But we just heard the screams we yeah. didn't get to see any of the action <laughs> yeah and when the only reason we know his legs were broken is because he's yelling my legs after you hear yes. the break <laughs> yes <laughs> very spongebob-esque <laughs> ah my legs my legs oh, my legs my legs and yeah, he gets hoisted up into the head of the wicker man, uh, like this giant wooden structure that everybody built. And as he's going up, he's pa- he's you know going past like farm animals that are also being sacrificed, and he gets all the way up to the top. And then uh, Rowan is the one that <laughs> carries the torch and lights the fire. <laughs> yep. So our, our boy dies, and then six months later, it kind of flashes to this bar scene. And we see James Franco and, yeah. and uh, his friend. I was like, whoa, that's a last minute unexpected, like, <laughs> you know, surprise yeah. from a big character. And um, then, like, they're kind of talking about, like, man, this night's a bust. And um, then uh, Sister Willow and Sister Honey walk in and they're like, whoa, ladies. <laughs> and so then they, like, go and approach um, them and we find out that you know James Frank was a just got done at the police academy and then Sister Honey's like, will you take me back to your apartment? And so again, they're kind of setting their trap and mm-hmm. getting ready for the next sacrifice. So I wish there was like a two point oh like a sequel, <laughs> the Wicker Man, yeah, sequel with James Franco. I feel like that would be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that would have been a fun one to revisit. Um, yes, but this movie did so poor, <laughs> so poorly. In oh the my box god. Office. It was I yeah I read something in the trivia how it was like one of two movies that was like given an F by, like, uh, I don't know, some, like, viewer critics or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like, I I really didn't think it was that bad. I, I don't know why either. it was so poorly received. I don't, well, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I guess more of the, it's just because it was ironic, like, comedy versus, like, I think maybe the intent was supposed to be more like horror, and yeah, maybe that's why we I th- enjoyed it. I think it's because it is a remake technically, of a 1973 mm-hmm. movie. And I, I guess when people want remakes, they want something equally as good or better. <laughs> yes. And this one apparently missed the mark on that. Like, the this remake orig- originally had people from the original movie working on it, mm-hmm. and they were so um, disgusted <laughs> with the way it turned out that they didn't want to be associated with it anymore. So, Yeah, and everyone was giving Nick crap for his acting because he was going too over the top oh, and then was Nick perfect. was just like defending himself like I think I did good <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, I knew it was a comedy this whole time. Like, I, I, I knew what I was doing. Oh, my gosh. But would you, um, have you seen the original slash would you watch the original? Uh, I, so I was questioning that myself earlier today. So I watched the trailer for the original. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could. Like, at first I was like, yeah, I could totally get down on this. And then as the trailer progressed, I'm like, oh, man, they just didn't. Like, old movies are so hard to watch yeah. sometimes. Like, the the acting is different. Like, it's a whole different style of acting. And I think it's also yes. a British movie, like, with British actors. Oh. So it's, huh. like, extra different, because, you know, already, like, British movies are different than American movies or British, right. like, entertainment. So I'm, I might watch it if it's free to stream somewhere. Yes, yes. And I also saw that this was based off um, a novel called The Ritual, and I was thinking that might be a good book to read, because I like the concept of mm-hmm. it, but again, it might, it's probably pretty old if the um, yeah. you know, the, mov- the original movie was based off of it, and so I'm like, I guess we'll have to see how, I don't know, I might, I might try to do a little, like, um, trial read and see if it's any good, but um, also, I think... Since we liked this one and everyone else like like the original, it's probably going to be the opposite where we probably wouldn't like the original because we like this one. That's kind of what so. I was thinking. I was like, I don't think I'm going to like the original, but I do want to watch it because like yes, I'm very curious. It it like it looks. I want to see what the hype is about. You should yeah. watch the trailer uh, after we're okay. done just so you can get a feel for it. Yes, but. yeah, I definitely will. It's pretty disturbing. Oh man, but yeah, I didn't think. Um, I don't think this movie deserved the poor ratings that it got. I no. I think this is definitely one of my more liked. I was also yeah, I was looking at our <laughs> ranking list before we before we got on, and I'm like, I have a feeling this one's gonna end up pretty high on the list for yes, <laughs> yes, for what it is. I I agree because like it definitely also I think it's kind of comparable to Vampire's Kiss, maybe a little bit le- a little bit more toned down than Vampire's Kiss, mm-hmm. but also very like fantasy cult type movie yeah and so i was kind of like man i think it's in the top tens <laughs> so how poor our movie taste is <laughs> i know our top ten is pretty <laughs> it's, it's a... all over the place yeah it really is it like if you were just to look at it it wouldn't make any sense like why is yeah. honeymoon in vegas number four i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know and we really liked con air number three. <laughs> oh god <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rethinking, but no. also it's not worth it. So it looks like currently our number 10 is Leaving Las Vegas. Um, I feel like this movie is more watchable than Leaving Las Vegas because that movie was just so dragged on. Agree. Face Off. Uh, John Travolta was really yeah. the, the cake in that one. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's most, it's a lot of John Travolta. Yes. <laughs> like, true so hard. zondoli <laughs> again it was this it was brad or what's his real name the um uh judge ryan hold yeah, yeah yeah i really liked his character in that i mean nick's character was good but like no again the supporting actor the moonstruck share fucking great <laughs> i know a lot of these are other actors that made the movie better <laughs> I don't even remember what Bringing Out the Dead was. That's the one where he was a, a paramedic. 
working the night oh, shift. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked this movie better than Bringing yeah. Out the Dead. Yes. <sighs> I really like Vampire's Kiss. I know you do. That's like, that's my number one. But I think I would... It's so hard because I feel like I like this movie better than Honeymoon in Vegas. I, yeah. What if we did a little rework here and we put Vampire's Kiss above Honeymoon in Vegas? Perfect. Okay. So we switch those two around. Okay. Which feels better. Yes, it does. Now the question is, do we like it more than Vampire's Kiss? I personally did. But... I'm okay with putting it below Vampire's Kiss, as long as it's above Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know if I liked it. I, I just love Nick's character in Connor so much. <laughs> like, it was just such a good character for him. Yeah. I don't know if it's better than Conair, but I would be okay with either putting it above or below Vampire's Kiss. So you make the executive decision. Oh, you know where I'm going to put it then. Ouch! <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> This was a this is a good movie. It was good for him. I liked the topic. It was high, ranked high in our books, even though it ranked so low in everyone else's so low in everybody so, else's eyes. Now we got the Wicker Man as number four on our list out of forty eight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Oh, the next one here though, it's gonna be a big one. Oh boy. Maybe one of his bigger ones to date. Our next movie is Ghost Rider, which I remember seeing in theaters when it came out. I went to see this in theaters oh, for shit. whatever fucking reason. <laughs> so uh, a forever fan of Nick's work <laughs> from a young yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. From I don't know how old I was in 2015. Probably, yeah, like ninth grade or something old. like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ghost Rider came out in 2007. It's PG-13. It's just shy of two hours. Um, it's an action fantasy thriller movie. The little like summary is, when motorcycle rider Johnny Blaze sells his soul to the devil to save his father's life, he is transformed into the Ghost Rider, the devil's own bounty hunter, and is sent to hunt down sinners. So oh, Sounds so edgy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I And I think this is, isn't this like a Disney movie or some shit? Like, it's... Uh, I don't remember who owns this movie anymore. Or like... or which... Like, I know it's a comic book. Oh, maybe. Of, like, it's yeah. a... But I don't know. I think it might be one of the more independent, not like Marvel, DC. Right, right. I can't remember, though. We'll see. Probably. All right, so yeah. big names in this. Obviously, Nick. We got Eva Mendez. Sam Elliott. Oh, yep. Sam Elliott. Um. <laughs> uh, no one else. Uh, yeah, it's really... looking like it. That, that, yeah. That's about it, I think. That's all right. right. I, I don't Have remember. You... I remember seeing this movie before. I don't remember how much I liked it. Yeah, so I did say that I saw this in theaters. I will say that's the only time I've watched this movie. So I have not seen ago. it since 2007. <laughs> um, yeah. 15 years later and I'm going to watch it again. Is, yeah. 
yeah, this will be this will be an interesting one because yeah, PG thirteen. So hopefully, at least one F bomb will be dropped. We'll see. <laughs> it's got five point two stars on IMDb rating, so kind of middle of the road. But again, it's a yeah. it's a big title, so I guess we'll we'll see what it has to offer. Mm. Not really looking forward to it, if we're being honest. I know. I like. The last one was such a pleasure to, like, look forward to and to finally have yeah. a movie I was excited to watch. And now I'm like, well, here we go, back downhill. <laughs> We're getting into the more cinematic movies, though, yep. so hopefully, like, just quality-wise, they might be better right. than some of the other ones that we've had to watch. But, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 all I gotta say is, this movie was wicked, man. <laughs> God damn it!